my favorite, probably my favorite moment, hands down, in the movie <laughs> is when uh, this woman shows up at his apartment and she the wants wife of the oh the previous previous the owner. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she wants the book and she's like, if you uh, you know, I'll buy that book off you and I'll give you a bonus kind of thing and like this wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm gonna fuck you thing and Johnny's like, well, let me grab some drinks and he walks up, he gets two scotches and she's sitting on the couch and he kind of walks up to her and it shows a shot where it's her head and he's like walking up to her his crotch is like head level and instead of like grabbing the drink she just like palms his dick like she just like open hand palms his dick and like looks up at him and then cool. and Johnny Depp plays such a a snide quippy piece of shit yeah, in this yeah, movie everyone. like he's such a like you just want to punch back him. for everything you say <laughs> he's like and, and so okay they have sex you know the camera pans out and they're like oh wait wait before they uh, they're making out and Johnny Depp lifts her skirt up a little bit and right. it closes up on this tattoo of a snake on her ass <laughs> really <cheek>. small <laughs> really yeah. small snake tattoo on her ass cheek almost like watch out Deb she's bad like there's a snake tattoo on her butt and then so they fuck and oh, they also have the weirdest kissing scene too oh, right. it was that like was a close mouth it was like no an open mouth but they weren't doing it like they opened both their mouths smashed them together and then just kind of rotated their faces yeah it was a w- I remember Lauren was super scene. wet during that kissing scene she was saying so she's like guys I'm so wet <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that would go somewhere. Then <laughs> Lauren has to react. That's true. true. Lauren just looked horrified at me. <laughs> oh, that didn't happen. Anyways, uh, so they have sex off camera, and then it cuts back, and she's like laying there naked, like just with like a blazer over her tits, and he's kind of laying the other way, panting. Panting, panting. He's soaking wet. She like puts reaches over and goes in his bag looking for the book, and she's like, "Where's the book?" where's the book and then she's like don't you and then she like sits up she's like don't you fuck me over and Johnny Depp like he's got like a cigarette he's like I thought I already did (laughs) and then she immediately grabs his hair he's like ah he like, screams in pain and agony. Yeah, she immediately grabs his hair and he's like, ah! Yeah, she's screaming and then she lifts him up and he's just standing there and he can't move because his pants are around his ankles. She's dragging, <laughs> she's dragging him across his apartment and he's shuffling and cuts to a shot of his feet trying to shuffle to keep up with her but his jeans and pants are around his ankles. <laughs> and he's screaming, ah! And she's screaming at him. And then she, what does she do? I can't remember. Did she slam like, his head or something? Or? I think she just starts beating the shit out of him and knocks him out. She knocks him out because he gets knocked out a lot. We should be live. We're live and going. Suck my dick and fuck my ass. We're live on the Suck internet. My dick. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, all right, so not feel good people. Yes. We got fucking. We got the old crew back. We got fucking my brother Max House. Hello. We got Daco Young. Hello, hello. And my good friend roommate Aaron Rounds. Hello. Right, so how the fuck are we doing today? <laughs> Tired? Tired? I feel like it's been a good week, though. So last night, you Max, you came over, and you left around 4.30. In the morning. <laughs> in the morning. Daco picked you Daco up. Daco picked me up. We and went I ca- out, too. I asked, because I, I texted my dad, I'm like, so did he make it home yet? And he's like, no. And this is like an hour later. I was like, weird. You texted mom and you texted them like I was dead. <laughs> well, because you, when you left, then, I knew Daco was supposed to be good, but when you left, I didn't see there's no vehicle out there. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's because so, so okay, for weird. Daco picked me up. Uh, he was like, you're like, oh, I'm here. I'm like, okay. So I yeah. walk outside. And Daco wasn't there. Daco, <laughs> Daco was at my place. <laughs> I was like, I'm here. So I'm outside. Uh, you're not here. You're not here. 
<laughs> yeah. And then Daco picked me up and uh And we just headed right up. Headed up to the Rim Rocks. You wanna tell the story? Oh go man. Yeah, you do both. You started off and then pink pong. Uh, yeah, so we basically grabbed some uh grabbed some Timmies, headed up there, met up with our other buddy. Why were you um, up so early? I don't we just want to watch the sunrise. We thought it'd be a good idea. Like, <laughs> so romantic. Sun comes I love up. It. You're just starting to peak kind of thing. But, uh, but the sun like I guess like rises in we the We weren't facing direction. the east. Yeah. The rim rock the rim rocks <laughs> face to the west. Who <laughs> <laughs> the, the fuck is the sunrise? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was talking about. He's on there for the sunset, I guess. Yeah, the sunrise in the exact opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Completely opposite. Couldn't see nothing. So if you think it was kinda pointless to get up that early. Right for the whole sunrise thing. There was no sunrise. So you guys drive up there, and then what happens? Drop. We drop. Cop. Drop some hallucinogenics. Allegedly. Allegedly. What was your What was your What was your big takeaway from it, Dad? When you guys first told me this, by the way, I was like, "What? You left my house at four thirty in the morning, then you went and did mushrooms." Also, crazy. I've never heard people say they dropped mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. You drop acid. Usually, you eat mushrooms. Drop those mushrooms right on my tongue. I dropped some fucking beer. Chewed the dirt soak in. So, like, okay. So, yeah. So, someone just someone had mushrooms, and then you guys were like. Fuck it. We dropped it. Like, how'd you make the decision to do it right then? Fuck it. I was like, that was really decision. Last like, so yeah, like, made up with Brian. Sunrise. We, we planned this Friday. And, and then, then Saturday. Like, we did it and Saturday. And then, boom, hop up. Yeah. This is Saturday. Yeah, this is Saturday. So, we planned it really <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> like, let's get up five in the morning. Right. And let's go do this. So, we went up there. We dropped it at like five. <laughs> dropped some mushrooms. Five fifteen or something like that. Sunrise is at five forty-four. But then we're like, okay, there's no point. Let's just walk around and explore anyway because we can't see the sunrise. The idea of doing mushrooms around that place has a shit out of me because I'm always like, I'm, just gonna, I'm scared I'm going like, to trip out and just like fall off the edge. That was that was always my fear too. It's like I'll, for some reason I'd just be so out of my mind. I'm like, I'll just jump off this edge. <laughs> That's the big fear. Really? But I think you're more... I think you're, I think you're more grounded when you do mushrooms. Like yeah. I, I've never... Had the opportunity to do like acid or PCP or any like those right. like other hallucinogenics. Basically, or my understanding, acid's not even that crazy. Yeah, unless in like huge doses, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to I don't know sources. Yeah. Um, but that's never been a, a worry of mine. At least when I do mushrooms, I'm not like, oh, maybe I'll do something go stupid nuts. and fucking jump in front of a vehicle for no reason. It's that's always mine. I think that's more of yeah. like a Hollywood's type stereotype so about it. Really? <laughs> like. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, shit looks great, but I'm more into, like, talking when I'm on mushrooms. I'm like, yeah, just, not like, we'll talk oh, for days. This is the end, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll talk for days while grabbing random pieces of dirt around me and be like, wow, this <laughs> Investigating is so it. in detail. <laughs> like, laying in, like, dirt or grass on mushrooms is great. It feels like you're just falling into a nice comforter or something. Well, what mm, I like I about a, a mushrooms, too, is, like, when you're just out in nature, like, the whole dirtiness of everything doesn't seem to matter. Exactly. The entire time, case yeah. in point, like, yes. when we were on <laughs> mushrooms, we never even talked about that. On the podcast, because no, I was gonna wait till you and Mark were here. I feel like that was a penultimate trip. That was an amazing trip. <laughs> well, let's let's finish your guys' trip story. So, so what do you take away from? I took away. But you guys I, just walk around, basically. Yeah. The just just also, how many did you do? How many grams? It was like light. two grams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little so more. Just a nice just light, light. little high. Yeah. Um, I took away with. I really don't like the outdoors. I realized <laughs> that. <laughs> Even on mushrooms, I I, that's like usually the opposite for most people. Yeah, but even on mushrooms, I realized like I got in Dakota's truck from being outside for like thirty minutes or however long. I'm like, as soon as I got in, I'm like, I am a fucking indoor creature, man. <laughs> and the like, sun's not hitting me, and it's so nice. Oh, it's so comforting to not be outside in the rocks and stuff. Yeah. And then I also took away, uh, I fucking. This is what I. This is what gets me mad, when. Like, the idea of mushrooms, okay, it's fun, and I like all that, and, like, the mm-hmm. expanding your mind and all that, but I hate, I hate when people get too much into trying to explain things, you know? And on mushrooms, when you're what trying do you to, mean? like, trying to explain life, figure out life, oh. you know? And all that's right. the whole thing on mushrooms, is your mind's trying to, or at least mine's trying to figure out life, death, how it all works out, right? Right. And I hate that, because when people go on about that, even when I'm sober, I'm just like... Yeah, but you know, in five hours, 
none of that fucking matters because you're still going to have to pay rent and, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what happens after we die and it doesn't matter how we all began the epiphanies you're right the epiphanies do kind of that's why I like that that sort of feeling you get from it that's kind of why I like to do mushrooms once or twice a year just or maybe three times a year just because like you kind of lose some of that feeling after a while just from like the grind of life you know what I mean yeah. and, and it does yeah. doing mushrooms it kind of rejuvenates that like faith yeah. and like I, we're all I've always found of... mushrooms to be kind of like a problem solving drug but yeah. I think mushrooms mm. are a great drug to take when you're trying to figure something out and like or when you feel like something's bugging you but you're not quite sure what it is yeah, right. yeah exactly take mushrooms take a big trip It'll of come fucking out. mushrooms or it'll give you perspective on something that is bugging you like maybe even know what it is but it'll give yeah. you perspective and re- you'll sort of realize like how silly it is to be that stressed out about that one thing oh exactly yeah. you know super fun yeah, yeah. Top notch, my favorite drug I've done so far. Oh, me too, by far. What about you, Daco? Uh, is this a fr- is this your first time doing it? No, I've done them a couple times now. You're big into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. like, I'm oh, a big shroom head, man. What do you expect? Hey, That's he, all I do. I'm on <laughs> mushrooms right yeah, now. I'm I'm on. Hey, does right now? does right everyone now? here know how they harvest mushrooms? Daco, I heard cow shit, but it's just one of those things that I don't know I, if it's true. I don't think it has to be cow shit. I think it's just shit. Period. Really. Just I honestly, poop. I got the internet. I could figure it out, but I I like speculating. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun, right? I, think I like to go like pre-internet with yeah. drugs and be like, how do they do this? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely for that trip. I didn't come away with much though. Like, Were you just like you, was, you just enjoy just the ride? Really, Sometimes it's just a fun. I was ride. just really like I don't know in a good mood and just like I guess I was just getting really into my own head trying to figure out like I was just like. Man, what the fuck is this? Like, I was just like just sitting there in my head, just like, what the like fuck is going on in my head right now? Like, why, why am I thinking this like this into shit? Like, right. I just I don't know. I was just trying to like. How'd the windmills look on mushrooms? Oh Great. yeah, very. Uh, I was gonna say, what's the coolest thing you looked at today while well, mushrooms? Because there's always visual. something that sticks out in your head. Like, oh, yeah. that was fun to look at for a stupid amount of time. Yeah. It was definitely walking up to the windmills yeah. and like. Walking up slowly and having this perspective of them, like it was coming closer and it looked like a ro- robot walking. And also, <laughs> I was like, we just watched the wall too, so I really yeah. wanted to listen to the wall, but I can't. There's, there's no Pink Floyd around. Right. But walking towards that windmill reminded me, reminded me from a scene of the wall. So I was like, yeah. oh, this well, like is with cool. the hammers walking or something. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, <laughs> that was the only real moment where I was like, oh, this is just like. This is so cool, and uh, like yeah. just uh, I could just enjoy it. Like, did it you guys stand cool. right underneath the windmills when you were high at all? I or? did, yeah, just to get that. Because I mean, that's the coolest. That's where you get the most visuals. I feel is getting kind of perspective cool. or distance on things. I like when you're like when I was walking up to it, and you're like looking up at it, but you're walking towards it at the same time, oh. and just like they're so daunting bigger. Looking. bigger. Whoa, yeah, yeah just even like, when I'm sober and I go up to them, I'm like Jesus Christ, these things are huge. Oh, yeah. scary, yeah. and it's you crazy. can hear the woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah, the I can't help but like fantasize what it'd be like to be on one of the wings while it's going. I'm like, oh, oh man, I'd die immediately. Like that rip. is my biggest like, fear with huge swing. objects. Yeah, like whenever <laughs> I look at a skyscraper, I'm like, whoever built that, and then I just imagine like in there. That's what scares me about the dragon in the West End Mall. Is I imagine some dude <laughs> has to like go up there on a ladder and like tighten the ropes that are holding it up, oh, and it's like yeah, really yeah, windy yeah. and shaky. There's a <laughs> windy in the West End. There's some fuckers with the big fan. He's like, stop! <laughs> blows it. Starts to the <laughs> Just to clarify, there's a giant robot dragon in the West Edmonton Mall in the theater. You can definitely that see it. Oh, I heard. Once again, probably could fact check this, but I'm just gonna not. Right. That they no longer have the dragon blowing fire anymore. It's too dangerous. I've heard that what? Too. Uh, I don't. I, I don't too. know. Too dangerous. Maybe it's fallen to a state of disrepair because the guy wouldn't go up and fix it anymore. Because <laughs> some guy with a was just <laughs> fucking with him all the time. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this anymore. You know what? If Ted's not gonna stop doing the fan, I'm just not gonna fix it. Guess what? No fire. No fire. Thanks, Ted. Hope you're Everyone happy. thank Ted. <laughs> You had to go up there and like screw in a propane bottle into the. Have you guys ever like kind of side topic? But have you ever been to the West End where the dragons blown fire at you? 
Yeah. 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 Lots. Okay, how many people, when you were there, were stepping beyond the warning you'll get burned line? Oh, I feel like I saw a few people do that. All the time. I, I it's like, like literally, is why would you risk line? it? Yeah, there's a giant line that's like, uh, okay, it's on the so balcony like, yeah, at the wait, second wait, floor. So you can walk past it and just get a little Well, it's just fire. a fucking p- piece of paint on the ground. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. It's not a force field. You can walk past <laughs> it. I've what? always wondered So many that. people always like, ah, oh, right up against the balcony. That's what I did. I thought it was really hot, and I always wondered that. Why is it so warm? Dragons breathing right in my face. That's oh great. man, that's that fucking got, crazy. That's f- we were on the way. <laughs> this is a funny part of the fucking. After the trip, we're coming down. Everything's fine. Right. We're heading back. I go. Ooh, to, side I, topic again. How yeah. long did the trip last? It was like three hours. Oh yeah, Jesus! Right. Like coming down. No, that's not three that's hours. Not a nice quick trip. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Christ, you guys were back in town by nine. Yeah. Yeah. Back like, in well, town by the morning, yeah. yeah hey, you nice. continue. Which is so, kind of perfect. Uh, after the trip, it was like nice. Me, and me, Max, Brian were just chilling, just talking about like. Brian bought uh, muffins. Ooh, that was Tim, good. He bought like a Tim Hortons box of muffins. Nice. Oh. It was amazing. I've been, I've been like really digging their blueberry muffins lately. Oh, oh, they have they really come good. in a bucket. They got what? Do what? <laughs> I used to work at Tim's. Oh, whatever we did. <laughs> I thought you meant like they sell them in yeah, buckets. Yeah, like no, unbelievable. No, no, no. <laughs> so they ship them in and it's just like a bucket, like an industrial like plastic. Like, looks like it could be easily filled with just like floor cleaner. <laughs> really? You just open it up and it's just fucking muffin mix. All That's so weird. Scoop it into a thing. Huh. Oh, you actually do bake those muffins in there, then? Yeah, yeah, they bake them. I oh, thought okay. they came, like... Because don't the donuts come, like, frozen or something, and oh, those yeah. are just warmed you up? You put them in, like, a glorified microwave. Really? <laughs> Crazy. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... They taste good, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's like the chili. Kind of the chili comes in the bag, and... It comes in a plastic bag. But their chili is so fucking good. Water. <laughs> Tim Horton's chili is good. Yeah. Well, Deadly. the thing about chili is the longer it waits, right, the more the flavors can meld together and be awesome. Mm. So yeah, it's true. It's kind of wild to wait, at least. Probably a couple of years if it's in a bag. Yeah, <laughs> it's fermented chili. <laughs> That's their secret. There's this YouTube channel where this guy just eats old war rations. Oh, dude. It's <laughs> the greatest fucking oh, channel ever. I love it. Oh, it's so good. He's like, all right, so he's a 1972 Korean war ration. <laughs> oh, this doesn't look too good. I'm just... I'm oh, gonna eat oh, it. Oh, God. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and he keeps eating it. He goes, it's so bad. Oh, it's rancid. I'm just gonna have another bite. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it's, that bite was worse than the last. Man, what's wrong Just one more. <laughs> and it's always something like... It's always just like something that looks kind of like a paste a lot yeah. of times. What I've learned from watching that channel is recent war rations have gotten so much better. And I've learned candy keeps for a very long time. Yeah. It makes, it makes me want to huh. eat, like, eat all my meals in a nice little prepackaged thing where I can <laughs> undo them and shit. Just like, uh, just like a war ration? Just like a war ration. <laughs> I wish they had some sort of word for this. <laughs> you start buying war rations from 1913 and eat <laughs> Yeah, I get the oldest war rations That's possible. That was a whole plot of uh, the Halloween episode on Community, wasn't it? Was it? They had like old army beef that turned them into zombies. <laughs> was that what it was? Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> You're right. I thought it was a gas for some reason, but old army beef. Seems old army beef. Old army beef. I, I like for second. I thought you were talking. Maybe you got it confused with the Seinfeld where George's dad was in the army and he got everyone <laughs> in the latrine. He got everyone in his platoon sick because he. Had found like ten pounds of spoiled beef, and he just like tried to like put a ton of spices and shit in it to like hide the fact that it was didn't, spoiled. Didn't it always look good when he like he puts this big orange like r- dry rub on it? Yeah, and, and it he just really smacks it down with a huge paddle. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like it, I don't know it looks like taco seasoning or something. It looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> looks He's fun. like, I thought with just the right amount of seasoning and spices, and it's a pile of seasoning and spices on this yeah, big brick pizza beef. paddle. And he takes a paddle, and he just pats it down. It's such a satisfying hit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on a scale of, I don't know, one to June Jam mushrooms, how were the mushrooms you did today? Uh, I'd say less good than June Jam. June Jam was like... Those are the best I've had. Fair, like, that guy, I don't know what whose shit he gets that from, like the queen herself. But <laughs> like, those mushrooms crazy. make me just trip for hours so on end. Like, They're really visual, too, which is like, really nice. Sometimes like, yeah, mushrooms are not visual at all. Yeah. And, and that was like... That was an adventure. I feel like that was like we're that was like we're stuck up on this mountain. We're out of our heads. Yeah. Oh, that was that was like a journey. Yeah. Exactly. That was a freaking journey. So this this was more of an outing than a journey. Exactly. Yeah. Perfectly worded. It was yeah. an outing, not a journey. Right. Yeah. It was a nice, smooth outing. It was. Yeah. You should angle that mic just down a bit. The so. best 
part though. Okay. Okay, I gotta tell the best part of it. There we go. Best part <laughs> I'm was going back, going back to town, dropping Max off. Still like we're not we're not tripping at all. You're like you can't you're like you're completely like down from the trip, but you know how your your head's still you're still thinking fuzzy. like you're still fuzzy. Yeah. You're still thinking like you're out of it so kinda much. a little bit. Yeah. Anyway <laughs> I pull up like right in front of Max's place. Max yeah. is uh got a neighbor, Rico. Yeah, I got I got a like I got a duplex and I'm uh, we uh I don't know what's up with this our, my neighbor, but his trash can's been out for like a week and he just hasn't I don't know, he just hasn't been brought in. Max is so Daco drops me yeah. off and uh his trash can's like out on the actual street, like like on the road. It's on the actual road, yeah, exactly. So I'm looking at that and I'm saying by that I'm like, Should I should I bring that in? You know, just, uh you know, the for the fuck of it, he hasn't brought it I'm, in. I'm parked like behind the garbage can, like it's in front of my truck, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. That was like, ah, like Sweet Sweeper might hit it. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm really tired. I've been up all night. And I'm coming <laughs> down, so I'm like, yeah, but ah, fuck it, I'll let Rico do it. I'm going in, <laughs> and so I get out and I take a couple of steps. And that's like, <laughs> see, all of a sudden I hear boom, and I, I look back and Daco, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and the image I get is Daco and he's a little bit past the trash can and he realizes he hits it and he's looking at me laughing his ass off as he's driving away perfect like yeah maybe I should move that trash can nah, right, see fuck you, dude, it. get out like, door slam boom <laughs> Within like three seconds, I'm like completely forgot about the trash can. I'm not saying that I've already like moved on to something else, and I'm just running this trash can over. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. So I brought it up after that. That's a, that's amazing. <laughs> that's good. Um, Rico probably thinks I'm a huge asshole for just running over his garbage. He's like, what the fuck? I only left it out there for three weeks. How did someone hit it? Think about the road. <laughs> Think about a garbage day was only yesterday, so I didn't really give him much time before. I was like, <laughs> it was literally like an hour before he showed up. Like, look at this fucking six in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Making us look dirty. Mm, oh, that's so fucking funny! That's oh, the idea that Deco just maniacally laughing too as he drives <laughs> away. away like a David Lynch. <laughs> um, so what did you get up to after you dropped Max off? I just went home. And just went home, chilled, and then had a nap. Yeah, I you, you a, home, passed out. Or? I went home. I took a forty-minute shower. I like taking a 40 minute shower. I Jesus, usually take like a good the... 40 minute shower in the morning just to get myself in oh, the so right that's nothing headspace. new? It's <laughs> just like classic you? Yeah, I'd li I like a good long shower. You like Kramer? I am. Li if I could spend it all day in the shower, I would. Does no one else feel like that way? Does no one else take long I feel that way when I just wake up in the morning in the shower. You're just like, I don't want to uh, face my day. I, I like just, to be in and out. I, get so, I get so sweaty all the time, and I'm always so sweaty that I'm just like. I want to take a shower all day and just stand in... No one lay down in the showers? No one ever laid down in the shower? I, I, used, to, in the shower I used to lay down in the shower and masturbate really? all the time. Used I, to. I used to, <laughs> I used to get, I like, the shower. high in the morning. Lay down? At a certain Cranker. point in high school for, like, I guess this is I'm going to say two-week period, there was, uh, there was a bit of hashish in town, right? And uh -huh. I had a little bit... It was when I first started watching Dexter. Uh-huh. Weird. And it was uh, the only time I've smoked hash, and it was really good. It was really nice. I was watching Dexter, uh-huh. and I was loving it, just stoned out of my mind. But I used to go in the shower, and then just like I used to, just, I'd get so comfy, I'd just be like, oh, and I'd lay down and like get comfy. I don't know, and like lay there for ten minutes. Sometimes I'd nod out for like a minute or two and wake up, and I'd be like, oh. And then I thought, like, what if I this can't be healthy? Because what if I start getting like pneumonia or something, right? Right, I, I figured you'd think like drowning first before yeah, pneumonia. Like you fall asleep in the shower. What it's if your kinda like, what if your foot like plugs the drain? You slowly drown yourself. <laughs> it is. It almost waterboards you at such certain points. Wait, wait, wait. Has anyone ever? I, I'm. Uh, how would I put? Th okay, have you ever been like drunk and like went to shower or bath or something like that? But you're like yeah. so drunk you wake up. In the bathtub? No, no, no. Never done that, no. Oh my god. So me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl. Oh, 
It's one time I, I can't remember. I think it was in Vancouver. He did it himself, or yeah, it was in Vancouver. When yeah, he, it was when we first moved on himself Vancouver. or something like what? what we, he got hammered. We put him in the bath. Did we not? Yeah. Oh, he, terrible he, idea. He got hammered and he just was like, he just fell asleep in the bath. Like, and he woke up, I guess, in the morning and the water got all cold and he was freezing because the water was freezing. Like, let me in, I got a fish. He comes out, fucking wrapped in towel, blue lips. Daryl's lips are huge, so that means a lot. He's got giant lips. Giant lips, whatever. That was so fucking funny. brings up the topic. How many times do you think you've almost accidentally? Killed yourself. Oh, just like by doing stupid things, and you're like that like, probably should have killed like me. Like waking yeah. up the next morning, being like waking like, up in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or or uh, I'm at. I'm Almost every handful. time anyone unnecessarily passes someone, I always think like this is it. Like we could get killed. Like like someone's passing someone on the highway over a hill or something, and you're like split second. Uh, yes. It's going to happen. And like anything could happen. The old Ricky Bobby passing. Mm. If you aim first, you last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like every time someone does it, I fucking my teeth clench, and I'm like this could this could you're, be. You're it. just waiting for a quick. Urgh. Yeah. Yeah, car crashes are fucking Waiting terrifying. Waiting for that big semi to come over. <laughs> it's not going to be a tiny car. It's going to be a huge vehicle. I, yeah. I, you I had it near miss. I almost miss. get that feeling like every time I'm drunk, I almost get that feeling. Yeah. That so you're going to run into a semi? No, like I wake up and I'm like, oh, I could have died last night. I was Because so I always wake up. up and I'm like, I'm not even like so fucked up. I'm like, I was just doing anything stupid. Any, I could have tripped and hit my head. There was a lot of like nights in Vancouver where I'm like, I could have easily got, where I'd like just walked across Vancouver drunk and I'm like, mm. I could have got mugged or something easily right you almost died recently like last year go on mm. the mom's uh when mom's uh fourth wheel almost fell in your head oh yeah that oh, was crazy right. i forgot about that what? that was nuts wasn't yeah. that we were also out? about the same time jerry lost a that's couple. the same moment yeah because exactly. my, oh, my, my, no. where, so we where my at, dad's fingers were max's head was under <laughs> yeah we Jesus. were out at uh eris and we were uh we were saying uh trailer like a fifth wheel and me and my dad were I forgot what we were doing I think it was in level or something yeah we are trying to level or something and we're like propping it up and it was like it was on a jack and shit and uh I forget what happened I forget how it happened my head was under and I was doing something I was jacking it and then I got okay. out, and my dad started. You were jacking My dad started jacking it. <laughs> and then yeah, the jack just fucking boom shot out. And like, well, you had, after you'd lifted your head from underneath of it, right? Like, yeah, I'm you, out of it. He's under it. Well, his fingers are under it, right? Like he's kind of like the jack shoots out. The trailer just goosh, like falls down. Like you ever see like a bridge explode and like just the bridge goes boom and falls on the cement. Yeah. It's just like a dead weight, just like no, there's no bounce on the ground or nothing. It's yeah, just like, like a boom, boom, and hits the and ground. And landed right in our dad's fingers and like crushed his fingertips. He had to like get him amputated. No, they cut it off. They didn't have to amputate it. They that's tried to cut them off. That's what cutting him off is amputation. Yeah, no, bro. but he didn't have to get them amputated. The trailer already amputated it for him. Right, Ooh. but didn't they have to cut it off anything off further or no? No, what they no, had to do is find like... the weirdest doctor in the world who was like, yeah, I can I can get your fingernail back on there. <laughs> and, he, yeah. Yeah, and he put his fingernail in like the complete wrong place on my dad's finger. It's bizarre. It's on the very tip, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. on the flat part? It's literally on the t one, or at least at the time. I don't know what's happened also, since. Also, Lauren has joined us, by the way. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember him showing me, and they just like... Frankenstein grafted his fingernail onto the like tip of his finger, like, so like where, where he would poke your something. Almost always is. Yeah, like, yeah, like, so. like, like if you're dialing point, numbers on your phone and the thing you're poking with, imagine that is now a fingernail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the butt of the nail, like the full like. It's oh, weird. Yeah. It's hard to describe. Like my dad was pointing at you. His fingernail would be pointing down. Yeah, like imagine but then you just see like the most of the yeah. nail, like, like where like, cut off, cut off like half an inch of your finger, and then just wrap the skin around that. Yeah. Anyways, your head was under where his where his fingertips were. Basically. Yeah. More important, I mean, scarier than that was the fucking jack shooting out at two fucking thousand fucking miles an hour. Boom! Uh, right next uh, to me. Oof. Yeah, that, that was upsetting. That was scary because I'm like. That'd be fucking terrible. Get like hit in the gut with that. Okay. Quick aside. That reminds me of <laughs> uh, my first day at work at this place called USB. I don't work there anymore, but when I was oh. younger. <laughs> so uh, USB, United Spring and Break. And my mom's boyfriend got me a job truck, there. Truck shop. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like a they repair like uh, semis and stuff like that. Right. And uh, there's a from and they repair um, leaf springs for the shocks for the trucks. Anyways, yes. the leaf springs have a thing in it called a bushel, and sometimes they got to replace them, and sometimes they rust in there. And what you do is you take a hydro. It's like about the size. The end of the the bushel is probably about the size of a large apple. Okay. And then you, what you got to do is you got to take like a, a punch, which is just like, like maybe, like uh, a, a metal cylinder, like about two inches wide, and then about probably five inches long. Nice. And then you My take it and cylinder. you put that under the hydraulic press, and that hydraulic you hold. There's got to be a better way to do it, but you hold the punch, and the hydraulic press comes down on the bushel. Yeah. It's like 800 pounds of pressure or something, and it forces the bushel out of the leaf spring, right? Right. But sometimes, if it's not the punch isn't set correctly, it can like wobble and then just pew shoot out. It's really dangerous. You should actually have a cage, I think. But anyway, so I'm Butch, my mom's boyfriend, the guy who got me this Tommy job. Boy. The guy who got me this job. It's my first day. I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't know what to say to anyone. And uh, I'm, I'm sweeping the floor and I'm walking by. I see Bush looking at this, talking to this guy while he's undoing this bushel. And this fucking, the punch popped. It's like 800 pounds of pressure that just shot into his chest via like a metal cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. And then like, he was like trying to like walk away from me. He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then he just collapses. And I, I thought he was like dead. Like everyone thought he was dead. And I'm like, holy shit. They had to take him to the hot, like they had to call an ambulance. And I was like, it's my first fucking day. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck. I'm just like. <laughs> oh, dude. And then he ended up being fine. He, he was fine. And then, uh, like, two weeks later, um, I was, uh, we were cleaning up the shop at the end of the day. It was me and him, and he was talking to me. And he's like, yeah, I gotta, oh, I gotta go to the office for some reason. And then, like, maybe five minutes later, one of his coworkers is like, oh, yeah, Butch had to be rushed to the hospital. He had a heart attack. <laughs> and then when he was having a heart attack in front of me and he didn't want to, like, let on that he was having a heart attack, yeah. so he excused himself to the office? <laughs> He's a cowboy. Like, he doesn't want to seem weak in front of Brady. <laughs> when I first heard the, like, the piston story thing, yeah, yeah. like, he played off like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just gonna... That's pretty much just, like, it. leaves <laughs> out of your line of sight and then collapses. <laughs> like, See you tomorrow, Brady. <laughs> Walks right out the door. Like, I saw the bruise, and it was fucking brutal, dude. It was, like... I, mean, I, they, I think that might have been what caused his heart attack two weeks later, because, yeah, probably. Like, like, a blood clot or something, like, got into his heart. Ooh. Or maybe he just had PTSD, and, like, <laughs> oh, was, like, doing something with whatever <laughs> in the piston-y thing that they Daco do. Daco had a fucking... Daco, that... Fuck my near-death experience. Daco fucking flew off of... Bucking Bronco into a bar <laughs> and broke his ribs. And it was like, was it, Wait, like, like it was a, a mechanical bull, but it was yeah. like one of the mechanical bulls that other people push or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's the story. I'll tell the story from my point of view, then you tell the actual story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I got a text from Dakota saying you got you got flown off from a Bucking Bronco into a bar. <laughs> and so what I took that as is like Lone Star bought it and like brought in a bucking Bronco for the weekend as like an attraction. <laughs> Daco, you were drinking a lot at the time party and you're trying to keep up with Steve. I remember. And so I just imagine you like you're in your party mood, you're drunk, you're laughing, you get on the bucking Bronco, and then in my head like just the guy who was running it or whatever just had it cranked up to high velocity. He's like, and you're, yeah, and it was like down. you were like shit talking the <laughs> operator, and, you're like, and it was going so hard that it. Flew you off and you flew across the building and like landed at the actual bar where you got your drinks <laughs> into your rib cage like oh get a whiskey up but uh, what actually happened? <laughs> no, I went to a, I went to a house party and uh, I got pretty shit faced and then uh, we went outside and there's like a. Like a bowl riding a barrel, a barrel tied between two trees. <laughs> a big long like a big long metal rod. And the one end is just like a bucket and the other end I guess somebody grabs and like moves up and down it's on the screen. <laughs> <street. laughs> So I hopped on this like there's no I guess there's supposed to be like a saddle on the barrel. But so you, you can, just like fuck it. So you can hold on to something, but I just got on the barrel. <laughs> And I guess, like, somebody just, like, came up and grabbed it and, like, pushed it down really fast. And I just, like, it just launched me, like, off the air. <laughs> like a cannonball! And, like, all I remember is just, like, hitting What'd you the... hit? 
like, like it's like metal like flew off and like landed on like what it was made like structure which was what supporting it was the structure of the bullet itself it was like metal bar yeah it was just like a metal bar and I landed on that and I hit the ground I just remember not being able to breathe just like fucking breathe and all I was just laying there in like pain and then eventually after like 15 minutes I got up and then eventually like called my dad and was like yeah I got I gotta get home like oh that's so unimaginable so much pain that's that. so funny though like that version of the oh. story is so much like less epic but way funnier <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was <laughs> you ever ever heard of your dad more? No. no no it's just like those I used to love to walk home from the bar and like tank tops and minus 40 Right. And I so didn't think, frozen, yeah. so like, but not really, but my mom would be like, you're gonna die. I was like, no. <laughs> so that's like as close as it gets for me. I, if your brother ever comes on, he's got the best, like, near death. Why? What did he do? Denton? He fell off like a two-story house. Right, yeah, yeah. He fell 21 feet. Which, like, I mean, that's pretty bitch. Just know 22 feet. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> 22 is when it gets lethal. <laughs> <laughs> that foot saved him. Mm-hmm. Saved his life. Can you imagine, like, there's people who's, like, fallen, like, someone's punched a guy, and then they've, like, fallen from where they stood, and then smashed your head against, like, the cement and died. Yeah. yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that's that your ha- fucking death? That happened in Fort St. John. Really? Really? Yeah, like, some dude at a, like... Like, the bouncer or something. S- someone downtown, I, it was a whole story a couple of years ago about some kid who got, like, jumped by people, fucking punched, and then hit the ground and died. Oh, that's Jesus. crazy. Yeah, what crazy. a way to go, right? <laughs> also... In Canada Center, right? right <laughs> Where yeah. the guy got fucking beat up at a Headley concert for oh, spilling right. a beer on someone? At all bands, of all bands, Headley. Yeah, right? Headley. No, it's just like <laughs> rock and roll, that, man. That you, know, you spill a beer someone at a Headley concert, you think you're going to be fine. You end up, did he get stabbed to death or did he just get beat he to death? He literally just got the shit kicked out of him until wow. like... He's brain hemorrhaged, man. Uh, like, everybody oh, says God. that, though. Like, oh, it was just Headley. Like, as if it happened at Megadeth, I'd be like, that's fine, it's Megadeth! <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a little more... Like, if you're at a death metal concert, it's a little more, like, not expected, but a little more... Well, like, like, it's like, just like it feels like yeah. something that could have happened, and it's you're like, like yeah, oh, yeah. well, that happened that's that's what what happens. Happens. Yeah. 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 If it's a Megadeth corpse, you're like, oh, crazy fans. Yeah. Their name is Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, Headley. Not Headley. And they never addressed it. What was that like? Oh man! They, when they came back, the name of their tour was super like. It was super ironic that that was the name Death of the tour. Punch. It was something like the To Live Tour or something like that. <laughs> 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 it was called Urinal Headache. Urinal <laughs> Headache. Oh. <laughs> well, like that's really distasteful. <laughs> but that's why it's not feeling yeah. good people, right? That's right. That's right. That's Are we still like... talking near deaths? Have you sure? shared yours? I have a near death. Well, do you? I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think. I feel like like most of my near deaths, I feel like you'll feel the same way. Are those mornings where you wake up after partying or whatever, and you're just like, I could have just like did too much and just slipped into a coma. And just like, like, I used to take a lot of like heavy painkillers and drink heavily. Yeah, you just don't. I could have, that could have easily gone so many times. I could have like, probably puked on my own, like choked on my own vomit a lot. All right. Like, the amount of times I drank. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's probably a lot of that shit that has happened that I'm not aware of. That's the scariest. That's what yeah. scares me. It's like, and it can happen so easily because you're in that party mood and you're like, boom, let's keep yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just wake up and you're like, oh. Or don't. Oh, no. Or don't, yeah. <laughs> or don't That's wake happened. up. All right, let's lighten the yeah. mood with a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dark. Um... So how about I was going to say Danica's pregnant, but I mean, we talked about that <laughs> last episode. How about that Roman Polanski flick last night? Oh, that oh, was amazing! The Ninth Gate. The ninth, we watched Johnny the Ninth Depp. Gate. Me and Max watched the trailer and we're like, okay, like Johnny Depp's a book detective and he's cheating. <laughs> something about Satanists. And we're like, okay. And then we saw it was Roman Polanski and we thought, this is going to be great. Roman Polanski is a. He's so yeah. good it came that right, people are willing to look over the fact that he like raped a 14 year old yeah, 20 years and ago. And it came up at the end of the trailer, too. So it's like directed by Roman Polanski. So, like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's give it a shot. What a mess of a movie. Oh it was so fucking funny, though. It was. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, too. I loved the pacing. Like, you know, ironically loved the pacing. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. felt really disjointed and weird, and I loved how 
characters didn't seem to care about things that they probably should have cared about. Especially the main character didn't give a shit about anything. All the stuff was happening to him, Dude, and he was like so... Like, his best friend slash partner dies, <laughs> and, and he... he's just like, hmm. Yeah, he he's just like, by literally, like, almost steps over him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, is my book still here? <laughs> like, it makes us... Like, first of all, okay... The setup of the movie is Johnny Depp's this guy who, like, collects and finds rare books and he authenticates them. And uh, this guy, this millionaire, calls him up and he's like, I have this very rare book, this, like, devil book, yeah. supposedly written, written by the devil. Written by the devil himself. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, there's two other in existence. Yeah. And he's like, can you go authenticate those other two? Here's my copy of the book. And he's like, okay. And he's like, the other two copies are in, like, Spain and France. Yeah. And you think, from that point, the logical next step is he goes to Spain and France. Cut, but cut no, to, he stays in own. New York for, like, two weeks <laughs> Not after even that. that. Like, after they, after they set up the plot point, Johnny Depp and that dude have, like, a 15-minute conversation <laughs> at the window. <laughs> talking about it. The whole, the whole movie doesn't move any of the plot forward, which I noticed. Like, he, the whole movie is him investigating the books. But he never reads the books. You never get even a passage from the books. All you get from the books are... The two pictures. Yeah, you get two different pictures like in a newspaper where you have to tell the difference. <laughs> and that's all Johnny Depp throughout the whole movie does is like compare pictures and goes like, Oh, that's different in that picture. Uh, he never he's reads got three the fingers here. Yeah, or like this, do this door is sealed off in this picture. And then in this copy, the door is not sealed off. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just like the newspaper. What, <laughs> what I love is like, uh, before he leaves to France or Spain... My favorite, probably my favorite moment, hands down, in the movie is when uh, this woman shows up at his apartment and she the wants wife of the oh the previous previous the owner. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she wants the book and she's like, if you uh, you know, I'll buy that book off you and I'll give you a bonus kind of thing and like this wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm gonna fuck you thing. And Johnny's like, well, let me grab some drinks. And he walks up, he gets two scotches, and she's sitting on the couch and he kind of walks up to her and then shows a shot where it's her head and he's like walking up to her. His crotch is like head level and instead of like grabbing the drink she just like palms his dick like she just like open hand palms his dick and like looks up at him and then oh. and Johnny Depp plays such a a snide quippy piece of shit yeah, in this yeah, movie everyone. like he's such a like you just want to punch back for everything you say <laughs> he's like and, and so okay they have sex you know the camera pans out and they're like oh wait wait before they uh, they're making out and Johnny Depp lifts her skirt up a little bit and right. it closes up on this tattoo of a snake on her ass <laughs> really <cheek>. small <laughs> really yeah. small snake tattoo on her ass cheek almost like watch out Deb she's bad like there's a snake tattoo on her butt and then so they fuck and oh, they also have the weirdest kissing scene too like, oh, right. it was that like was a close mouth it was like no an open mouth but they weren't doing it like they opened both their mouths smashed them together and then just kind of rotated their faces yeah it was a I remember Lauren was super scene. wet during that kissing scene she was saying so she's like guys I'm so wet <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> I, thought, I thought that would go somewhere didn't it <laughs> Lauren has to react that's true <laughs> Lauren just looked horrified at me <laughs> like, oh, that didn't happen anyways uh, so they have sex off camera and then it cuts back and she's like laying there naked like just with like a blazer over her tits and he's kind of laying the other way panting <laughs> Panting, panting. He's soaking she, wet. She like puts reaches over and goes in his bag looking for the book. And she's like, Where's the book? Where's the book? And then she's like, Don't you and then she like sits up, she's like, Don't you fuck me over and Johnny Depp, like, he's got like a cigarette. He's like, well, I thought I already did. <laughs> and then she immediately grabs his hair, he's like, ah! He like, screams in pain and agony. Yeah, she really grabs his hair and he's like, God! Yeah, she's screaming and then she lifts him up and he's just standing there and he can't move because his pants are around his ankles. She's dragging, she's dragging him across his apartment and he's shuffling and cuts to a shot of his feet trying to shuffle to keep up with her but his jeans and pants are around his ankles. And he's screaming, ah! And she's screaming at him. And then she, what does she do? I can't remember. Did she slam his head or something? Or? I think she just starts beating the shit out of him and knocks him out. She probably knocks him out because he gets knocked out a lot in that movie. Oh, he gets knocked out it's like twice his thing. Like, he should have brain damage. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so after he fucks around in New York for like another week after that, he finally goes to... 
Bing. He finally starts investigating the books. And he reaches fucking John Cleese. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. He was it John Cleese? It was no, a John Cleese-esque-looking guy. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. And he, that's when he well starts John comparing pictures all of a sudden. And all of a sudden he's like, I've seen this in a newspaper Oh, by before. the way, he's supposed to be examining two priceless books. And the entire time, he's smoking over them. He's like ashing out around the books. He's blowing smoke into the books. Yeah. Like, if, if you got to suspend your disbelief, like, that one was a hard one to get past. Because I'm like, I've seen people in like on YouTube videos trying to like handle really old art which yeah. presumably a book would be classified as like old art right yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, they've got they're in like an airtight chamber vacuum sealed they look like they're dealing with radioactive material they got gloves on like they're <laughs> yeah. not allowed to breathe near it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just fucking like opens the book smacks it he's like all right <laughs> lights up a cigarette he's just chain smoking right into the book blowing the smoke into the pages flipping it around he's not even like caring with the paper he's just like all right next page and then, this is great. After he's done examining the one book and comparing, seeing like the photographs in the book are slight, or the pictures in the book are slightly different. Yeah, he like walks out, and apparently he walked there. By the way, he's aware at this point in the movie that people are following him, and this is a day. His his best friend has just gotten killed. Yeah. Okay. From people that are looking for him. His only friend, I yeah. think. So does he rent a car when he goes to Spain? No. He decides to walk everywhere. <laughs> the safest way to travel. And so he walks out of that old like John Cleese's mansion and Which he looks is... over and he sees a car and the car just tries to run him down. <laughs> yeah. <And it's> like, <laughs> the mansion is out of town. It's a rural mansion. Does he get a car after that? No. He, he does not rent a car. He's been walking for days to get out to John Cleese's mansion, right? Like, right? How close to the nowhere. airport is this countryside manor? And it's not a manor, sorry. It was a castle. Yeah, castle, 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 castle. castle. <laughs> castle. <laughs> this sounds great. Gotta be fairly far from yeah. modern infrastructure. Right? It has to be a castle. <laughs> and then he, all the, the, the car misses him. <laughs> And he's looking, and he, the best part. Okay, he tries. He sees the car. He's like, "Oh shit! What do I do?" And he's standing beside a tree. What does he do? Stands beside the tree, yeah, not behind, behind the tree. <laughs> he's standing beside. He's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> the car almost hits him. It doesn't hit him though. And then it stops, and he's just standing there, fucking scared shitless. And then someone tries to come out of the door and get him. But just as they come out, a fucking red motorbike pulls up, and the car's like, oh, shit, and the car speeds away. <laughs> but then the motorbike just speeds away, and you don't know who's on the motorbike. <laughs> okay. And then he goes to a cafe, and he sees the guy who he thinks who, who he knows was in the car, right? Yeah. He's this guy, it's this black guy with, like, a blonde hair and a mustache. <laughs> Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But nowhere near as, like, intimidating. Like, nowhere near as buff. Like, he looks like pretty kind of like average body. He's got a dad body. He looks like someone you'd see in like a gay club in the nineties. Yeah, and then so like he's in this cafe. He like he sees him across the road. So Johnny ducks into this like diner cafe, and he's just sitting there for like like there's a time lapse. So presumably in their hours, and he's just looking at this guy at the window. And the guy's looking back at him, and then how they cut that is someone in the diner turns the lights on. He all of a sudden Johnny's just, just looking at his own reflection in the glass. <laughs> <laughs> for five minutes and then just like the wrong guy scene yeah exactly. exactly and then like so then he walks out of the restaurant and of course the guy's not across the road anymore but then he looks over and he's in the car and he tries to run him yeah. down <laughs> <laughs> but then the girl the person on the motorbike this girl um, kind of like follows him and she saves him from death but how she does it is just weird Johnny Depp ducks down like he goes down these stairs the black guy chases him. There's like a yeah. There's like a black guy's chasing him, and then Johnny Depp goes down these stairs, which is kind of by a pier, pier like kind of under a bridge almost, I guess. Kind of like a weird waterway type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's European architecture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this girl who saves him doesn't walk down the stairs. She floats. She flies down the stairs. She <laughs> yes. floats down the stairs, saves him, and then no one asks her why she was flying Johnny down Depp the stairs. Bat an eye at it. He didn't even think it was weird. No one thought it was weird <laughs> that she could fly. She literally, instead of like walking down the stairs, she like was like gliding down the stairs. Like, like she was fine. It was like a vampire, like a vampire movie. Like <laughs> just gliding. Yeah, just, yeah. 
Really smooth glide, and then and she comes down and she's kind of like Lost Boys. Boys. She's like, exactly, she's exactly kind of like Lost Boys. It looks a lot like Lost Boys. Yes, absolutely. But no one. The weird part is like Johnny Depp afterwards talks to her, and he like they go to his hotel room, and he never once is like, "Why were you flying?" She's just a regular girl. She's like, some she's very like, clearly not like it's her Depp. eyes glow, and she has super strength. You find out later in the oh, movie. She's doing some weird like Jackie weird. Chan moves to the black guy. Yeah. Like, so the, the weakest <laughs> looking kick ever, but he flies like five. <laughs> and every time Johnny Depp asks her who she is or anything about her, she doesn't answer him. She just looks at him, and it then it just cuts to the next scene. <laughs> she just doesn't care. She's like, she pulls a Batman on him every time. She's like, so like, what's yeah. your name? And then turns around, she's gone. She's like driving down the highway. Johnny Depp's like, always like, he's never reacting. All this crazy shit is happening to him, and he's never like freaking out or anything. He's just aloof the whole yeah. fucking time. Maybe that's just what happens when you're a book detective. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the best scene. Like, before all he went on all this, he was talking to some, like, probably the white before she fucked him. And she goes, she goes, what do you do? And he and he's like, I track down books, I authenticate him. She's like, so you're a book detective. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then kinda, and then he's like, yeah. And then I'm like, no, what? <laughs> yeah, book, so you're a book detective. Like, who says that? previous to the, the scene, by the way, in a library. He just can't detect her because there's too many books around. Oh, right, right, oh, right. right. <laughs> That's where he first sees a motorcycle chick. He runs into her in a library in New York. But then, uh, so he goes back to get that book that he was authenticating from John Cleese. And, of course, John Cleese is dead. The book's burned. Like, it's just done. Like, he's like, well, I guess I'll go to France to get the other book. And he goes to France. And, uh, oh, I forgot, I almost forgot, when he finds John Cleese dead, that blonde girl that protected him was also there. Like, she was just already there. And right. The, and knew that, where he was, too. She pointed at the pond. Yeah, yeah, she knew where the dead body was. And then, so, he's dead. And he's like, what do we do? And she's like, well, let's go to France. And then it just cut... After, like, two weeks in New York, before the plot gets started, it just cut to him in a plane after he finds the dead body. <laughs> and she's sleeping on his and shoulder. And she's sleeping on his shoulder for some reason. And it doesn't explain anything. There's all a plane, and they just continue talking as if they have still just seen the body dead. They didn't have a conversation about it on the way to the airport, while they're waiting in the terminal, while they're checking their luggage. It's pre-9-11, though. This is 1999. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, he probably got on that... He probably showed up at the airport, like, five minutes before his flight and got on it <laughs> he didn't have time to even ask her he probably just showed up gave him the money bought the ticket right then and there and got on immediately yep and so they're on the plane they go to france and he meets this <laughs> this old woman in a wheelchair <laughs> and uh there's a lot of back and forth like she kicks him out he comes back either way she lets him finally examine his book her book, because he told her he saw inconsistencies. <laughs> the scene coming up is great. <laughs> oh, dude. It was amazing. So he's sitting there examining, like, the two books, and he's like, you know, he's, people have been chasing him down the entire time, but, of course, he want, he faces his back to the door. Right. <laughs> the best part about the room he's in, investigating this book, it's a long, it's kind of a corridor-esque room with a giant table in it, right? Yeah. Mm. There's only one entrance to the room, though. So with a guy that's being chased <laughs> down constantly, you think he would sit at the other end of the table where he could see the entryway? Right? <laughs> but no, he faces his back perfectly. Be like, there, I can never see anyone coming. He can even <laughs> literally sit to just the to right the or left. Yeah, yeah. He literally coming. picked the, the very worst spot he could sit. Yeah. Any other place would have been fine. Yeah. You can at least see something coming in the reactor. Yeah. Why not? It's periph. Yeah. But instead, no, back facing, someone knocks him out while he's examining the Black Jackson. Black Jackson, yeah. right. <laughs> and then uh, he wakes up and, he, and you see the wheelchair lady who uh, owns the book. And she's it's just, her electric way. wheelchair is just like, and she's just hitting the wall over and over again in her electric wheelchair. <laughs> her, neck, her neck's all loose. Really her neck's all loose. Which is kind of weird, because like you would think in an electric wheelchair, like because she's dead at this point. Why was yeah. her hand? Um, why was she able to bounce back off the wall? You'd think she'd be running into the wall yeah. constantly. You'd hear the tires spinning out or yeah. something. No, yeah, exactly. Like, but she was backing up and re-hitting the wall. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, it made no sense. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and he goes and he checks on her, and she's got, like, Academy Award fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> the goofiest. He turns her around, and her tongue is fully out of her mouth to the side, and she's got, like, like bug eyes, and they're facing opposite directions. Like, it is the funniest face. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like she got killed by the grudge. <laughs> yeah. like, like, it looks like she was, uh, what's that? Petrified. It looks like she was okay. petrified to death. Yeah. Alright, Lauren's gone. See you, Lauren. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Lauren. Um, 
Yeah, her eyes are so bugged out and her tongue's out of her mouth. And then she just... But, like, in a position that you possibly couldn't die in, like... If we goofy. had visuals on this podcast, like... Yeah. <laughs> it's well, ridiculous. It's, it's like she was in a competition to, like, make the goofiest face. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It was hilarious. There's no way it wasn't... No one, anyone could find it anything but funny. But the, and, he and then he around. lets go of her wheelchair, and she flies out of the room, and her neck's all wobbling, like it's like rubber, and her head's flying back and forth as her automatic wheelchair is flying, and it flies out the door, and the door flies open, you see the room's on fire, and she just flies into a pit of fire. It's like she's on a track, though, because her wheelchair goes forward. Johnny Depp's not holding it, but then she turns left to go around You're the like, table yeah, and then takes her right. curves around the yeah. table. It's like, all right, now I'm going to curve around this table to get through this door here. And then she smashes through double doors, just hits it with her wheelchair, and the door just boom, fly open into How a room full of flames. How is controlling itself? I have no idea. Satan, probably. Satan. <laughs> it's steering and She's like, parks perfectly in the middle of the fire. Just wheelchair <laughs> dies dead in the middle of the fire. Yeah. And he just looks at her, and he's like, all right, leaves. Yeah, he's still aloof. He's still like, oh shit, I better get out of here I guess. His fucking room's on fire. And that other priceless book he was examining is also in the fire. Like, it is also... They didn't take his copy of the book, though, then. Um, enough. at that point I think they Oh no, did. he hit his... He, he's like, I got it. I'll hide my book behind the refrigerator. <laughs> he's right made in his hotel room. He didn't bring the actual book. He brought copies of the pages he wanted to investigate, a.k.a. those, you know, find the differences between these two pictures. pictures. Yes, right, right. Yes, yes. Photocopies. Exactly. And so it goes, at this point, he goes back to his hotel room. Surprise, surprise. It's Book's not behind gone. the fridge anymore. Whoever burned the other book has his copy. <laughs> and then, uh, I forget, somehow he figures out it's the girl who fucked him in New York, who beat the shit out of him, he who's gets, been stealing his well, books. Well, because the, they, this is really cool, like, hotel connoisseur guy, like, the oh, guy yeah. who's running the front desk, who's just, like, apparently, like, the top-notch fucking hotel Lobby clerk. guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, yeah, sorry, my assistant let your quote-unquote wife up to the room. Yeah. It'll never happen again. <laughs> it's like, well, it'll it's already happened again. and <laughs> fucked everything over. <laughs> and so he figures it's her... And he tracks her down to this castle with that blonde girl who's got superpowers. And uh, and he finds out he finds him in like a satanic ritual, where she's wearing a robe. Uh, oh, before that though, he like when he's sneaking into the castle, there's this weird scene where she's like getting dressed, and he's just like watching her get dressed. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Now the the girl who stole his book. He's yeah. with he's with the blonde girl, right? And they're like. They're outside of the window watching the girl who sold his book. Yeah, put on the robe. And she's just naked, and he's just like, I'd recognize that ass anyway. Yeah, they sit there and watch, and they wait till she's finished dressing to <laughs> come into the room and be like, hey. All they do is be like, hey, we know what's going on. Give me back the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they break in. He's like, he's giving my book back. And she's like, and she goes to like her black muscle blonde guy. Which she's like, take think, care of them. Like, if you wanted to get the jump on someone while they're getting dressed, is a much better time than Dude, after they're dressed. Dude, you feel so vulnerable, right? <laughs> Like, if I'm sitting there putting pants on and someone breaks into my room, I have a lot less time to respond than yeah. to uh, my clothes are already on. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No doubt. Like, if someone broke in my... If, if, like, a burglar broke in and I was naked in my room, I'd, I don't know what the fuck I'd do. That's why I don't sleep naked. Or if there's a fire or something. Yeah, you know, I figure it's kind of an intimidating thing, though. Like, if you fucking fly at the burglar <laughs> naked, you'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is you <laughs> boner? You're like, hard as fuck. There's this an really African <laughs> warlord called General Buck, Buck Naked who goes around with a machete just buck naked and they call him General Buck Naked because he just he's a crazy African warlord who just goes around chopping heads off buck naked that's amazing that seems kind of scary to me because like dick flaying around with a big old piece of sharp metal like I'd be just worried yeah like oh my god like, what if I chopped yeah. too close exactly <laughs> I could happen um so anyways they uh the black muscle guy takes them in the back to kill them and they get the jump on him and, and Johnny Depp steals his Satan robe and he kind of like does this weird disguise thing he's like I'm going to infiltrate them I'm going to infiltrate the satanic cult because I have a robe on and they won't recognize my face at all and so he does and it's this big ritual and then uh the guy who originally hired him to find the copies of the book and authenticate them shows up Yes. He's in a big room. It's like a ballroom. And it's like a crowd of people in black robes watching the girl in the black robe 
She's about to do something, right? Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah, it's, like it doesn't make sense. She's yeah. just fucking like reading Latin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he comes up. He's like, "That's my book." <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he's like, "You stole my book. This, I want it back." And then he goes up on there's like a big pure. Uh, what, what's it called? Uh, like where. It's like an a, altar, an altar. Yeah, hmm. she go, he he goes up to the altar, kills her, takes a book, and the rest of the Satanists just flee hmm. from this old man because he this killed army of Satanists. Yeah, room full of Satanists. None of them go after. And him. one of the Satanists rips their robe off and they're naked underneath. And I'm really like, what was the point of that? Chick. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was a super hot chick. And uh, <clears throat> classic Bolanski. And it's like, and then the guy who originally hired Johnny Depp, he's like, well, you know, go go to my office. Like, I got my check waiting for you. You did your job. I'm gonna go take what I have from the other books, and uh, I'm gonna go summon Satan. He, and he, he leaves. He's like, like, and he gives him out. He's like, the girl's like, he's gonna be charged with the murders. Yeah, yeah, the You're murders that happened. He's gonna be charged with them. Like, it's fine. The Johnny Depp waiting for you. Yeah, just go home. Take the check. And checks at this point, good. Johnny Depp hasn't like let on at all that he cares about these Satan books at all. Like, it's just about money for him. It seems like the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And but at this point, technically, his job's done. He's looked at all three books. He's found discrepancies between all three of them. Yeah. That's what he was hired for. Yeah. Worst detective ever, because he's like, and now let's keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just like, he's like, you know what? I'm going to follow that guy to his, his satanic ritual and see what's up. So he goes to this castle, and the businessman originally hired him for performing the satanic ritual. And he's like, now I have unlimited... Like, they get into a tussle, and Johnny Depp falls through the floor. It's like some shitty wood floor, and he's kind of half-hanging down the floor. Jumanji-style. Jumanji's a la Jumanji. So it's just his torso hanging from the floor. And this old businessman's (laughs) like, I'm going to show you what I got now. I'm going to show you my power, my devil power. Pours gas (laughs) on himself. Lights himself on fire. He's like, I can't even feel it. Yeah, for like two minutes. For two minutes, and then he's like, oh, God. Oh, (laughs) oh, shit. And he just burns to death. (laughs) What the fuck? He doesn't even have devil powers. And then Johnny Depp's like, I guess I'll leave. So he, like, he steals he, the pages. He steals the, the pages that were taken from all three books. Steals the pages, goes back to the car. And uh, that blonde girl who has been helping him, who has superpowers that he never addresses throughout the whole movie, yeah. she's waiting for him. And he's like, why didn't he? And she's in there waiting for him. And she's like, what happened? He's like, you burned to death. He's like, I don't know why it didn't work. And then the blonde girl's like, because one of the pages is a forgery. And he's like, it is? And then... Instead of continuing on with, yes, it is, and you got to go do this, they go have sex outside of the burning... Well, the castle's burning in the background. They just have sex. There's, like... (laughs) She makes out with them out of nowhere. They didn't seem like they're in, like, a romantic entanglement at all. And it's just a sex scene. And then... There's a scene where she's where, riding them on. She's riding them naked <laughs> outside on the lawn outside the castle as it burns down. They clearly both come, and then it just cuts to them in the car. And he's like, "That was crazy." <laughs> yeah, like, so it's all over now. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then she's like, she tells him where the missing page is. Johnny Depp finds the missing page, and then he goes back to a castle, and a door opens, and it's like a bright light, and he walks through. And I guess that's the ninth gate. Like it's the whole movie. He's been trying to open the ninth gate. And he does, and what a mess of a movie yeah, it is! That, <laughs> that roll, roll is credits, all roll credits. over the place, man. That is like, holy fuck! It's like one. We've just saved you doing... two and a half hours. <laughs> it was oh, long. I had, yeah. a movie too. I had a fun ass time watching. Oh, it. Oh, dude, it was so fun, just like ripping on it and stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, it was great. That's, that's a great time, man. Fun. Finding like movies that are bad but not purposely bad. Yeah, it was like <sighs> ripping on them with friends. It was, it was like the Academy Award winning director, like the Woody Allen of and John Depp. Yeah, Dude, the Woody Allen of uh, of Satan movies directed the guy who directed Rosemary's Baby. You know, yeah. like one of the most critically acclaimed Satan cult movies of all time. <laughs> uh-huh. It made it no sense. It never explained power. why she has powers ever in the whole movie. It cut her eyes turn green every once in a while. Like glare, her eyes glow. Her eyes, her eyes look like the devil's eyes in Rosemary's Baby every once in a while. Yeah, and that's it. That's all. There's nothing. You don't get any more plot. You know what? Actually, now I want to go look at the IMDb of this and figure this movie yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, like what are they trying to say? What is yeah. going on? It was bad. Oh, it was really. It was actually bad. just a prequel to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was doing like a pre-Jack Sparrow impression. It was weird. Yeah, he was kind of breaking. He was into like half his... Jack Sparrow. Like he was sort of like doing a little swagger, yeah. a little bit. Like, like <laughs> when he had sex with the girl, and she's like, "Don't fuck me over." And he's like, "I thought I already yeah. did." Like, there was a little bit of <laughs> Sparrow in there. <laughs> 
He's blowing smoke in everyone's face. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah well, we forgot one of the scenes where he's going to authenticate the book in Spain. So, like, he brings his copy of the book because the guy gives him the book, right? He goes to this fucking, like, apparently all these places you go to, including New York, because he helps run this store. There's, like, antique book authenticator stores in all these places he's right. going to. <laughs> right. So he yeah. runs one with his buddy who dies, and then he goes to Spain, and he shows up, and there's these two old Italian brothers... No, Span- Spanish brothers. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Spain. Uh, and for guys that apparently authenticate and collect <laughs> old books, they're even worse than Johnny Depp. <laughs> he, he literally ashes out on the book at one he point. Fucking, <laughs> he literally shows up, he's like, I got this copy of The Ninth Gate, and he's like, let me see that. And the fucking one Spanish guy, he's smoking a cigarette, he grabs the book, the first thing that happens, giant ash cherry falls on the book and just brushes it off. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, oh, this is that book from uh, fi- the 1500s, right? It's a 500 year old book. Whoops. There's a callback too, because like, it's like the memory well, that I, one at the, scene. At the end of the, when they're investigating it too, they're like, yeah, no, this would be a really good copy if it wasn't burnt on the back. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 maybe yeah, it's yeah, assholes yeah. like you that have burnt <laughs> <laughs> No one respects antique books in this movie. This is a near mint copy. For guys who are literally paying what the movie hints at millions of dollars yeah. for these yes. books, do you think they would take a little more care of them? book that was written by Satan himself. Satan himself. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, fuck it, let's smoke around and let's ash on it. Let's ash on it, fuck it. Like, people love this shit, like, fuck it. It's the devil's book. It's the devil's book, fuck it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it was fucking... God, it was good. What a good time. Sounds like an interesting movie. A really interesting movie. It was something. It was was a movie. It was interesting. It was a movie, and it was fun to watch and make fun of while you were watching it. Yes. Might have to watch that tonight. It's great. Ninth Gate, baby. Ninth Gate. Ninth Gate! (laughs) Wild West in space, baby. That's the closer. Wild West in space, baby. All right. I think it's pretty good. It's a good app. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking A. I feel like it. Back I, think, I feel like that's a natural, good, like, we fucking went through the whole movie. We did. In, like, less than a time, like, less than half the time it takes to watch it. So I just watch fun, too. Yeah. And you know a. just as much about the movie as we do. Yeah. There's oh, nothing dude, what more a confusing, weird movie. All right. Yeah. Well, this has been not feel good people. Brain Jansen, Max House, Daco Young, Aaron Rounds. All right. Suck my dick and fuck my ass. We're live on the internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs>